Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hey, hello. How's it going? Fantastic, man. Busy time of year. Tell How you. was your Christmas? It was, it was awesome. It was really, really good. We didn't get together with uh, as much family as we like, just, you know, due to the current climate stuff. But, uh, you know, we got uh, we got together with uh, Grandmama and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We did do some, some quick visits with other people, but it was, so it's... It's you know it's the new reality, but uh, so but it was it's nice it was, you know a nice Christmas dinner and you know the kids are loving it and so it's uh, you know it's it's almost felt normal. See what people fail to realize is this. I'm going to impart some wisdom on you. My okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many people you're going to go visit. Your wife is going to still bake the same amount. <laughs> oh yeah. So all those goodies. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been passed out to other people are now staying in your house. Mm-hmm. And you're forced to eat it. Yep. That's a bonus. <laughs> That's a win-win. Yeah. Second little nugget of wisdom for you. Without having to get together with all that family, there's less likely to be fights and arguments. It was quite. And family squabbles. It was nice, actually. See? The next year will be fantastic because no one's holding a grudge from this year's Christmas. Yeah. There's a serious lack of, uh, of, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Issues. Yeah. yeah. Serious lack of issues. <laughs> <laughs> See? Christmas was a positive thing this year. It was. It yeah. was. There was no dark spots on the horizon. But after you eat all those sweets and gain 20 yeah, yeah. pounds. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was a good idea. Wasn't a, <laughs> not a fantastic yeah. idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, we, we were pretty quiet here as well. And um, I did play video games. We were chatting earlier there. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to stay away from video games because... Um, Very time-consuming. They are time. And then I sit there and I feel guilty because I could have got all this other stuff done. <laughs> I didn't get it done. But, you know, you, you start playing and usually I get my brother on the headphones and we play some game together as, as a co-op sort of party yep. group thing. One of these war games that they all like. And you're chatting about the game and you're having fun and you're talking about, so how's such and such and... You know, how's your job going and are you going over on New Year's? So you're talking regular stuff as much as in the game. And if, before you know it, it's like seven, eight hours later. Right? <laughs> 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 well, I haven't peed in eight hours. I think I put this on hold for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to stay awake because it's, it's addictive. Mm-hmm. It can get really addictive. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, gotta, you really got to... Limit what you play. I don't know if there's any like canoeing games though or kayaking games. Didn't there used to like I don't know about now. I haven't played video games in like twenty years. I know when the twenty used to have to do. I remember something about uh, some canoe or kayak slalom video game. There was the Olympics. It was about, is that what it was? There was the Summer Olympics. You had to do gates and, and you had to yeah. paddle and. But that was way back, like that was a long forty time ago. years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Back when computers were brand new <laughs> and they had those floppy drives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Three and a quarter and four and a half, or yes, four five. and a quarter, five and a half, five and there's a quarter, fives, and there's a three and a half, and yeah, that was man. 
<laughs> Back in the day, you kids don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the difficulties of crazy pixelated stuff. graphics. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, you know we used to play all that sort of stuff, but yeah, <laughs> not like we used to. Nope, nope, and not like the kids of today do. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But uh, other than that, yeah, it was a good Christmas over here too. Looking forward to New Year's. We're going to be up uh, winter camping. Ah, yes. Dun, 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 dun. New Year's. New Year's yeah. at Mew Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going up for five days. Wow, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, nice extended period out there. Get yeah. Relaxation and yeah, some quiet time and sit in the tent if we want to or mm-hmm. go do some hikes. and that When you're like gigantic, big top circus tent? Circus tent, tent. yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... December 30th, mm-hmm. dun, dun, last show of the year. Yes. Of yes. 2021. Yeah. So this um, this episode, we're going to say hi and goodbye to the uh, to 2021 and uh, take a look back and, and see, you know, what what has ensued throughout our, what what are we at oh, now? We're, this is 307. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do a year review, but we decided instead... Because we did our big 300th episode this year, yeah. we passed that big milestone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided, you know what? Let's celebrate our 300 episodes. Let's look back on our 300 episodes mm-hmm. that we've done and take some of our favorite episodes, some of our favorite parts of episodes, and we'll chit-chat about them so that people can oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And go back and listen to them again, or if you haven't listened to them, these were some of our highlights. And honestly, when we started doing this, like I was picking... Because we said 10 each. Mm-hmm. And I was at like 30. <laughs> you got yeah. to pare it down. And it's like, wow. I had to, I had, I had, I couldn't pare mine down. So I went by themes. Or like there's some themes that have like five episodes in it. <laughs> That's just cheating. So I have 10 themes. 10 themes. <laughs> 300 episodes. <laughs> All the themes where Derek talked. Yeah, exactly. That was one of his faves. <laughs> Um, we were out for a few backcountry trips this year in Algonquin Park, Tamagni, Kawartha Highlands. We did some kayaking and whatnot, canoeing in local rivers. Bought a lot of new gear this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of gear. Knives, sleeping bags, Dutch oven, yeah. solar chargers, lights, yeah, it's camera been, gear. Yeah, it's been a good year. Yeah. So, uh, looking forward to a, a really good 2022. Absolutely. Hopefully things get better and we're back out there again next year i've already got some plans in the works been been talking to a few people different groups of people that uh, that i normally paddle with that we've haven't been able to paddle recently so so there's the the burt reynolds memorial river run like we had can't got canceled on in 2021 because of low very low water levels do not plan a northern trip in early September mm-hmm. because the rains start about second, third week of September. And before that, <laughs> there's just, there's no water in the rivers. So we had to cancel. So next year we're, we're hoping to do Moosney Moose Factory again, maybe. But we, there's also some other ideas that we're kind of batting around. And, uh, but other than that, it's, uh, there's a couple other groups that I, that people have been wanting to, Hey, let's do another trip. Let's get the group back together. And so people are trying to come out of their COVID caves and, uh, and see the sunlight again. And it's like, Hey, we got to do something. We got to do a trip. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to, you know, just 
start living again and I mean with care and different yeah, absolutely. aspects of doing yeah. things but yeah it's it's doable we did it all this year uh, I got in five trips I think six trips nice this year I had a couple really good trips like uh tomogamy like uh, that was a good one went with a family and and so I think me and you were almost in the same area mm-hmm. although we were supposed to be in the same area different times of the month, but uh, you moved yours, changed yours, but uh, we kind of touched on one small area, I think. And yeah, you were just, you ended up just north of us, mm-hmm. and we were just south of, of where you ended yeah. up, yeah. But it was uh, it was hot weather. It was some of the hottest weather I've ever camped in, and it was uh, it was brutal, but it was still nice. We, we just, you go swimming more. We had nonstop rain, thunder, and lightning storms. Oh, <laughs> I had no yeah, rain at all. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what a trade. You know what? You're probably lucky you had what you did when, since you had the kids yes. with you. Yeah. Because if it would have been what we had, your trip would have been canceled <laughs> pretty quick, I'm thinking. Yeah. We yeah. got pretty lucky with uh, not too much wind and not too much rain. I, I think I think we had a sprinkle at like two in the morning one night. But otherwise, it was just sunny, hot weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was early July, I think. I can't remember the dates, but anyways, it was it was nice. It was uh, so the, the kids love that trip. That's gonna be that's gonna be one for the record books. That trip, that yeah. tomogamy trip. And here's to many more. Mm-hmm. So, like we say, celebrating our 300th episode in November. Uh, we'll take a look back at some. No, I like I say, I did episodes. Um, whereas you did themes. Yep. <laughs> to get more episodes. I'm going to start with an easy one here. Episode one. I thought about doing episode one. I thought, no, that's too predictable. <laughs> Let me be predictable then. Uh, I thought it was a great episode because it was our first episode. Yep. Uh, Carolyn Hislip from the Canadian Canoe Museum. And our canoeing icon, canoeing celebrity, yep. famous guy, yep. author... Finally Kevin got to meet Callen. That was awesome. Yeah, so now we can't get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool to be able to, uh, and, and I don't know, like we were brand new. Like we hadn't had a single recording and Kevin agreed to come on to the podcast with us. The fool. Like, what was he thinking? <laughs> like we were, we were nobodies. <laughs> he was into the scotch at that point. Yeah. Heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll agree to that. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so that was pretty cool. And mm-hmm. actually there was, there was other guests that were hidden in the background on that oh, episode. Yes. So Johnny Stinson and his, and his uh, kid hiker, they were they were the people that were making noises. We were trying to in record the in the background. Yeah. So th- so that was kind of cool. So the, we we met Johnny later, but uh, he was on our premiere episode. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, because because we recorded it right in the Canadian right Museum. in the Canadian Canoe Museum. Yeah, yeah. Right. So so that's my first favorite episode. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what my second favorite episode is? No. Three hundred. Okay. There we go. Um, that was our big backcountry milestone episode. I like that because when we're always talking about guests in our show, we always say, you know, we try to, you know, we run it kind of loosey goosey, like it's a, a campfire chat. Mm-hmm. And episode three hundred, we lugged all our gear into the backcountry, and with six of our paddling buddies, we actually had a fireside chat. That is also on my list of ten. Is it? Not anymore. Hang on, we'll just wait while you get another one. 
<laughs> Any that I say that's <laughs> I on your use. list, you can't use. You got to scratch them off and quickly get a new one. But that was a pretty cool episode. So yeah. that's the first time, like you've recorded in the backcountry before when you did when you did your tomogamy trip this yep. summer. You recorded uh, the guys playing Alex around the Matthias, and, Matthias yep. and the uh, yeah the guys playing around the fire. Yeah, so that, that was you. You got it. It was like a like an audio music. A concert type thing so that was pretty cool and uh, so now we have where we actually and it's we always talk about this this podcast is about like it's like a basically a theme beyond a fireside chat and we actually finally had an actual fireside chat mm-hmm. on episode 300 so that, that really hit uh, that that hit my list too I'm, I did mine in chronological order and uh, I guess you're doing favorites or something I guess I'm just bopping all over the place <laughs> I'm not in any order <laughs> so the first one on my list is uh, and so it was episode 22 and uh, and this one hit the list because it was something that I want to revisit and I completely forgot about it. So the Manicougan Reservoir or the Manicougan Crater is, uh, it's in Quebec and it's uh, just this big circular impact crater from a, uh, from a, I don't know, a, a, a meteor, yeah. comet, who knows what it was, but it caused a, a, just a giant island rose up in the middle and it's just a big ring. And so I've always wanted to go check that out. Mo- like it's, this to see the crater to paddle the waters of the crater but also that there's a lot of history in the area there's some uh, some ghost towns and so on in the area that we'd have to drive past to get to that area so it's it's one of those things it's like when i was going through all of the past episodes it's like oh i forgot about this so it's so it, it's a uh, it's it's one of those things that we really need to revisit about making that into a trip on the to-do list mm-hmm Get a bunch of people up there. You know what we need to do is go up there. And where we park the cars, we have like four canoes. Two canoes go one way. (laughs) Two canoes go the other way. And then we all meet on the other side. But see. Spend a couple days there. Yeah. And then everybody continues the direction they were going. Yeah. And then so meet that back they, at the cars. And then meet back at the cars. See, now, my recollection of the crater, though, we had done some logistics, and it's too big to do in one trip, I believe. It's a really large impact crater. So you just make the time. Yeah, you'd have to, it, it, it might have to be a two-week trip. I think it was more the trip up there. Hmm. Yeah. It's quite the ways. So, so Quebec, So, right? yes. So... You are north of the St. Lawrence River, east of Montreal and Quebec City. So you're way in and way up north. So it's it's a, it is mm-hmm. quite the jaunt to get to it, and and you're bas- basically in in like very remote roads and and uh, and I think some of them are even gravel. It's uh, it's not easy to get to, but but it would be cool. It would be cool. <laughs> yeah, we we should look into that one. Mm-hmm. So we just go back and forth. We should just... Yeah, may as well go yeah. back and forth. So my next episode is actually two episodes. We broke it into two episodes. Episode 30 and 31, The Scarlet Brothers. Ah, yes. Uh, Mark and John Scarlet. Uh, John has passed on now. And this is good. We went down to New York State with a group of us that did. They had done The Meanest Link. 
There was, uh, what, the six of them did to me, this link. Yeah. So they came and jumped in my truck, and we drove across to the Scarlet Brothers place in New York State. Yeah, it was you, Scott, Marcus. Jeff McMurtry. McMurtry. Uh, and um, why can't I remember his first name? Blacklegs, something Blacklegs. They called him Blacklegs because he fell in mud oh. up to his, like, waist. <laughs> and when he pulled out, his legs were just covered in black oh, yeah. muck. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Blacklegs. Anyway, uh, he wasn't able to make it. So we did the interview with the with all of them about the Minus Link. And then I did an interview with just John and Mark Scarlett uh, because they've been canoe tripping for over 50 years. Yes. Yeah. Right? Uh, they were paddling through Algonquin Park before all the routes that we know today were even there. There was no mm-hmm. canoe route map and stuff like yep. that. Uh, one place they'd camped, they were talking about these trips that they did. Well, one place they had camped um, now is underwater permanently because of a dam that was built. Oh, okay. So, like, you can't camp there anymore <laughs> unless you're able to <laughs> breathe underwater. Uh, and they, they sat around their fire and they watched Sputnik go over for the first time. Oh, that's cool. Like, that's some of the things that they wow. were seeing. They were seeing, like, the log driving dams and, and sluice ways and stuff and big booms and that were tied up because logging was still going down the rivers and such, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just listen to the stories they were telling. It's one of the few episodes really that cool. I listen to. Yeah. So, because I'm normally here recording, but I don't listen to the episodes myself, yeah. but I did listen to that one. I, obviously, I you wasn't, weren't, yeah, you never I wasn't there, yeah. but it was also, I knew it was going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. Some of the, the history of the park that they talked about and, and you know, the, some of the old stuff that they saw that's no longer in the park or no longer accessible. So it was super interesting episodes. You know, we had a conversation on the way back after um, doing that interview and it was, I think it was Marcus that had said it, uh, Mark Rubino. Um, he said that one day that like having these recordings of the two of them is going to be really cool because when they're both gone, I think John was 80 in his early 80s. Mark is in his late 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when they're gone, no one's going to have all this information. And now we've got an actual recording of it. So that'll be worth something someday. Yeah. Just for a historical oh, sort, yeah, of, absolutely. sort of thing. And then when we found out John had passed away, mm-hmm. it was like, wow. Yeah. That was, I'm glad we got that done. That verbal history is done yeah. recorded. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was really, really cool to uh, be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was our first... 30, 30, I think that was my first uh, one where I packed up all the gear and oh yeah and headed first down. on the road first on the road mobile uh, yeah studio the mobile studio uh, yeah so that's that's my episode thirty and thirty one if you want to hear some really cool uh, historical uh, canoe tripping stories to Algonquin Park mm-hmm. so next one there's there's two in this theme there's 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 a lot of them that we we had a lot of fun in some of these episodes. It's like it, it, sometimes we have too much fun doing the recordings. And so 
these two kind of really stuck up in my head. It's like, oh, yeah, that was so funny and so fun. So one was uh, number 67, episode 67. It's the We're All Gonna Die episodes. Mm. So it's uh, like a thousand and one ways to die in the backcountry. So it was just one of those episodes. I'm not going to say much about it other than that. It was super fun and super funny to uh, to record that episode. And as well, uh, I think this might be on your list too, but uh, number 81, crotch pot cooking. So I, I found that... Uh, I just remember we laughed so hard recording that and it like in in between takes when we were discussing it it was just it's just too funny it's like like you to think about these things now I'm not even going to say anything more than the title but uh, if you're interested in these two it's uh, number 67 and number 81 81 is on my it was actually number 10 on my list here the crotch pot yeah um it's probably the funniest and cringiest yeah, thing oh, yes. we've discussed. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, how do we discuss this? <laughs> we were both tempted to buy one. <laughs> Why didn't we? <laughs> and and give it a whirl on one of our canoe trips or Cook- backpacking Cooking with trips. friends. <laughs> and then we watched a video where somebody had actually shown how it was used and whatnot. And you're sitting there going like, how do you... <laughs> Use this. Have you just in a group <laughs> of people, family friendly, <laughs> family friendly? But you pull out this crotch pot yeah. at the end of the day when it's dinner time, and everybody else is getting their dehydrated food going, and they yeah. just add water. I've already rehydrated, and my you pull out this pocket <laughs> and just open it up and start eating out of this plastic. <laughs> when did you cook that? All day, All day long. <laughs> it was just gross. <laughs> it's like, it was like a car accident. It's 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 bad, but you just can't take your eyes off of it. Yes, that is in essence the crotch pot. Yes, episode eighty-one. Yes, that was on my list as well. Um, I actually we should. I I, I haven't even checked if it's still available. I don't know. I know absolutely nobody that went out and bought one. I've never heard about it either. Absolutely nobody that actually wanted to try it. I think if anybody that we know did buy one and try it out, they're not telling. (laughs) And if I bought one and tried it out, I wouldn't tell either. Unless it was a competition on who can be the grossest on a paddling trip. Well, it's still available. It's $19. It? Really? And there's some graphic images here about uh, showing you how to cook it. Cook in it. Buy one. <laughs> Buy it. Use it. <laughs> Buy it. Use it. Oh, it says not available right now. Oh, they're sold out. Sold Were out. they that popular? I guess. Wow. All 10 that they made were sold. <laughs> There's a button here that says notify me when available. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it. Because oh, that way we can notify our listeners that the crotch pot <laughs> is now back in supply for, for that unwavering demand. 
<laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm putting my I name. can I can hear the keys clicking now going, <laughs> how do I get me a crotch pot? <laughs> Check eBay, see if there's a yeah. used one. <laughs> that's just nasty. <laughs> there, there's the uh there's so, the image of it cooking. Oh man. <laughs> Little clips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta listen to that episode, that's for sure. And then go then go Google it. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. Cooking on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, you go to Gossamer Gear or just just Google the crotch pot and uh it's it's worth your time. It is. <laughs> Uh, since that was on both our lists, who's next? Me? Yep, you? You're next. Me? Uh, number s- episode 65. I got a couple of these ones in a row here. Um, the Great Canoe Trip Challenge, Sean versus Derek. Oh, yeah. Sean's rules. <laughs> Sean's game, Sean's rules. Yep, yep. <laughs> this is the one where we said anywhere North and South America... If money were no option and any transportation was available, where would you go paddling? I don't even remember where I wanted to go. A lot of yours were in Canada and the U.S. Mm -hmm. You stuck to Canada and the U.S. because apparently you're not allowed out of North America. (laughs) I think I stuck to reality of what what is possible. You stuck to a box. (laughs) <laughs> this is what's on the canoe yeah. route maps of the world and the paddling maps of the world. This is where you're going to stick. Well, it's because of all the stuff. Like, I, I thought about going to these places on that dream list. Uh, and I, I hadn't thought about going to Nepal or, or, or you know. In, well, this one was North and South America. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I had a neat trip planned through Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple other spots in South America. Uh, yeah, I was fighting drug cartels and <laughs> rebels and monkeys. <laughs> but uh, if you remember, there was that one river that I'd found um, that that they do take, will take you on a trip. Uh, and at one point you're going down this, you have to repel yourself, all your gear, canoes, oh, down this massive yeah, yeah. waterfall. Do you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, and you end up going through an old... Aztec or Inca set of ruins on this. Huh. You're, you're in the in the jungle, going down this river, and then all of a sudden, all these ruins. And there's uh, like parrots and birds and monkeys yeah. and all this stuff while you're paddling by. That would be that that would be like the, the that would awesomest. be that would be an ultimate. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was my episode sixty five. That's why that was my favorite because yeah, you know what? There's all these places that we can paddle but then there's the extra ones that you say you know what you hear about these places and i'd like to go to that place yeah and then there's the ones you're like well nobody paddles here that'd be pretty cool to check that out Mm -hmm. so that's why i put number 65 on there so my next one and so a lot of my favorites involve interviews so most of the rest are interview based so i'm not going to group them all into one i'm just going to go in in the significant portions so episode and again i did mine chronologically i didn't uh, go from favorite to whatever so anyways uh, episode 69 and 70 the interview with uh, jim and tori baird 
And uh, so it was I, at the time, like, uh, like I, I've gotten to know Jim and Tori a lot better now. So have you. So it, it was, at, but at the time it was like, oh my God, I can't believe that we're able to interview this guy. Mm-hmm. This is amazing, right? So a, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the online stuff that I've been seeing, like you hear about uh, Jim Baird and, and Tori. And, and so it was. Uh, well, see, he hadn't been on alone yet. So he was. But we didn't yeah. he couldn't tell us. When we did that interview, he after Alone started coming out and that he was on it. Yeah. And everybody knew. Mm-hmm. He was we were talking and he says, When you guys were here doing the interview, yeah. it had already happened. Yeah. And I couldn't say yeah. a thing. He says I so badly <laughs> wanted to say I was on a loan and we won. Yeah. But and he so couldn't. We had no clue. And I don't think we even talked about it. No. It did, the topic even. didn't even come up. And so afterwards, when when we saw Alone and, and the shows were aired, it was like, oh, that bugger. He didn't yeah. say a thing to us. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> But I guess he yeah. signed a contract that he wasn't allowed to. He couldn't to say anything. There was so, no hints that anything had nothing. happened. He just said he had been out tripping a lot and, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Like, oh, because that's what he does, right? Well, same thing with um, uh, Lord of the North. Sorry. Kylan. Kylan? Kylan. Kylan? Yeah. So she she was supposed to talk at one of the canoe symposiums. No, winter camping symposium. Right. And she wasn't so there. So she wasn't there for the winter camping symposium. And, and her husband, he was there. He says, oh, you know, family issues. She uh, she wasn't able to be here with me at this time. And at that time, I think she was physically in. Doing it. Do, she was do on, do, filming the show at that moment. Yeah. So it, it was one of those things. He's like, yeah, you know, family issues. She couldn't be here during my you know, presentation for uh, Winter Camping Symposium. And, and what did he cover? I can't remember what he covered. I think he did Algonquin North or so- South to North. Or was it something else? Anyways, so he couldn't talk about the uh, why she exactly. Yeah, wasn't it's like there. And so we found afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, she's on alone. Yeah. So that yeah. So again, it's like uh, secrecy is ultimate there, right? But we did the one interview with Jim uh, about you know what he does and stuff yeah. like that. And the next interview we did with Tori, it was like. Let's get Tori to throw Jim throw under Jim the, the bus. bus. But she never did. <laughs> she never really did. No. No. But we found out the real deal because she got thrown into the, the canoe tripping, like totally unprepared. She, so, yes. Yeah, so she started dating Jim and then he she started doing trips with Jim. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like it had been a previous passion or whatever. It's just so Jim was her passion. So she ended up going on these and man... Like he took her on some epic trips. He yep. did some uh, tourism stuff for Quebec, where they went into some of these very remote northern areas in Quebec for tourism, uh, Quebec. And it was like, uh, it's like, oh my goodness! Like I can't, I, 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 some of these areas I don't know that I would want to go. And these were some of her very first, first trips. trips. Yeah. And it's look like, at her now. Wow. Paddle like a girl. Yeah, she's got her own yeah, yeah she's got her own business now, to, you know, uh, to help improve uh, women's skills in the backcountry and so it, that's uh she's she's come a long way. Holy yeah. cow. But if you want to hear those first episodes, episode 6970 for yeah. Jim and Tori Baird. Awesome. Mhm. Uh if you want to talk themes, we'll just sort of continue along the lines here. Episode 84, uh, and I should say also 288, 
Because episode 84, you and I did the five places we would like to kayak. Oh. And then episode 288, you weren't here. Alan Drummond filled in for you. Yeah. And I said, five places you'd like to go kayaking. Um, and, I mean, some of the places were pretty cool. Yeah. Some of them are your run-of-the-mill um, just because it'd be cool, you know, nice scenery or it's Canada mm-hmm. or stuff like that. But we were talking West Coast of Canada. Alan said the British Isles because oh. there's so much to do in there. Mm-hmm. Of course, Greenland. Yep. Um, Alan also said circumnavigation of Manhattan Island, which he was supposed to do Why before did it COVID. Was it? COVID hit and they canceled it. It was COVID? Yeah. They were supposed I to do. He was supposed to go down and do that. Yeah. They were supposed to do that and then end up circling the Liberty, Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, it all got canceled. Um, was COVID or two? No, it was COVID. Yeah. Um, uh, Alaska and mine, Fiji. Oh. Right? Because yeah. there's so many things to see. And it was a relaxed trip and all the islands mm-hmm. and, and uh, sea life and stuff yeah. like that. So it was quite. The broad spectrum uh, of uh, places where we would like to go kayaking. Yeah. Right? And it was everything from rivers and lakes to uh, oceans, seas, and, you know, um, it was was pretty cool. I I enjoyed that one just because it was different than our regular, hey, where do you want to go canoe tripping? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, episode 84 and 288. Check those ones out. So, following on... I have a lot of the theme here is mostly interviews. So on, and, and this was a, I thought this was a, it was a pretty amazing chat getting to meet somebody that we've heard so much about. And uh, it was episode 103 interview with Mike Ranta. Mm. So we went up there to uh, Killarney and uh, met with him and met with Spitzy and, and uh, had lunch with him and, and, and went back to his place and we interviewed and, and saw him working on his gigantic hockey stick. And, uh, so it was, it was hockey it? stick. Isn't that, oh, it's a paddle. Sorry. <laughs> paddle. My bad. My bad. My bad. I was thinking if it was just Apparently a, we were visiting different Mike Rantas yeah, at yeah, that yeah. time. No, it was a paddle. It was a, it was a giant bench shaft paddle. That's it. So I was just visualizing that gigantic chunk of wood that he was, uh, that he was working on. And there's a time capsule in it too, isn't there? There is. Yes. The Big Dipper. It's called. Yeah? Yeah. Actually, I had Mike on our, on my uh, list as well. Um, it was a really cool interview. It was nice to get to meet him and Spitzy and talk about his trip and talk about, we talked about so weird, like we, it was very diverse, our conversation with him. And uh, so it was really nice to sit down and chat and get to know the man. Well, with Mike, he liked our interview as well because we were the first ones to not, okay, what have you done lately? Mm-hmm. This is your latest trip. We actually started yeah. at his very first trip. Tell us about everything. Yeah. Tell us what made you do the first one and what you did on the first yeah. one. Highlights. And your and next one and mm-hmm. all your other trips and what was the differences. And, you know, and he's talking about the things he saw. He's talking about the the people he met and how, you know, the majority of them were really nice people and help you out in a pinch. Uh, the adventures he had, such as rescuing the baby moose. Oh, yes. Yeah. Remember the baby moose that got trapped yep. under the wood in the river? Short time he lost Spitzy. Yeah, and the, the time he lost Spitzy and all that. So there's a lot of stuff we were chit-chatting with him mm-hmm. about and we've talked about with since. And It was a full day. I yeah. think we met, 
No, because we, we drove up to we drove Killarney. Up, we got there really early. We spent almost the entire day there. Yeah, I think it was almost twenty four hours mm-hmm. that we were between when we left my house and when we got back. Mm-hmm. I've been to Killarney before, but not the town. I just went straight into the park. Into the park, yeah. And so it was really neat to get to see the town. It kind of reminded me like a like a Nova Scotia or Newfoundland fishing community type yeah. thing. It just had that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was getting up there and meeting mm-hmm. them and, and going back to his place and just talking about paddling across Canada yeah. and, and whatnot. Yeah. It's awesome. And of course, he's everywhere and all his um, paddles that he does is to raise money for good causes. Yeah. Especially... Uh, the, the veterans. Yes. Yeah. So that was good to see that one. Uh, my next one, episode 102. Planning a paddle route around the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool because it is possible to paddle around the world by canoe and kayak. Because originally my idea was just canoe by canoe. Yeah. But we realized there was a couple places, like going from uh, Canada across to Greenland and Iceland and and then into Europe, mm-hmm. you need to do that in a kayak. You need something that's covered. and Yeah. And then going from, there are ways to do it, but going from basically Russia to Alaska, yeah. you need to do kayak again, mm-hmm. you know. But the rest of it's all canoeable. Oh, yes. Right? Yep. Uh, so that was pretty cool to actually, I sat there on Google maps <laughs> and traced a line on all the way. And then I'd zoom out. Okay. We need to head down this way. So I'd zoom in and follow these big rivers and yeah, between the rivers, oceans, lakes, seas, and all that, I actually made a, a, a route to circumvent, circumnavigate the world <laughs> by canoe. So I remember thinking then, and I'm still thinking it now. It You're was, an idiot. It, <laughs> that too, that too. But it was like, oh my, how desperate are we for topical matter? <laughs> we are scraping rock bottom here. It was a slow week that it week. There's nothing week. in the news. <laughs> and in the news. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Now that, you know what? That was kind of cool because that's what I do. I, I start planning routes yeah. and it's just turned into a really big route. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was a couple trick areas, like I said, we, we, we discovered, but... Um, just the, the scenery you'd be paddling through, the historic cities to paddle through, you know, it wouldn't be an easy peasy trip at, by any means. No. But no, by the challenge. time you got back home. You've seen the world. What what else could you do? Mm-hmm. You know, you you'd that? be like, how do you top it? Yeah. Uh, personally, mm-hmm. how do you, I mean, how do you top a trip like that yeah like i mean people have driven around the world and stuff like that but to actually paddle around the world mm-hmm. i guess you'd have to go to like paddle duffins creek or something after that i don't i think you just <laughs> yeah you know, hey you want to go paddle duffins creek dude <laughs> i just did the world i just paddled the world and you want to do duffins creek You'd have to you'd have to hang up your your paddle I know, at that right? point and just retire. Say, yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> Unless you're taking like a small little kayak to Mount Everest and surfing down that mountain, <laughs> I don't know if you're topping it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that was my episode 102. That was my uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 6th one. So the next one that I have, and so you have a whole series regarding this individual, but I, I went to the, uh, the first time that we talked to the guy, and uh, so that's episode... Now, I, I can't confirm that I think this is the first episode where we talked to him, but it was uh, so when we first met our foreign correspondent. So we had managed to arrange to have a chat with John Van Berger, and he was going to tell us about his oh shit kit and his Yukon River trip, and that was episode 115. And uh, following that, we we had a, a weekly call-in where he was either on satellite phone or he found Wi-Fi somewheres, mostly satellite phone. And uh, But yeah, so this is the first time we were introduced to uh, our good friend, friend of the show, our foreign correspondent, John Van Berger. I don't think any of us knew that he'd become a regular I know, member right? on this podcast. But he, it was a natural for him, right? He yeah. was, he just blended into the into the Paddling Adventures radio family and uh and so he's he's uh he's he's been he visited me and my family several times. He always brings cheese and and uh and so on. Beer and cheese he brings to the house. The kids <laughs> love him. They call him Cheese John. Cheese John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? That was uh that was a, a good Good start to it, and it just yeah. kept on going. It's still going to this. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to join us this week. Unfortunately, on our show, so. But yeah, um, so you couldn't find a better friend in that man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could try, but you could try. You know, be hard to find it. So then, if you're going from that, I'm just going to skip a few of mine here and go into episode 121 to 128, uh, the Yukon journey. Yeah. Uh, so we were chit chatting with John, and at one point he said it would be cool. If I was able to call in once a week, like a regular mm-hmm. t- uh, uh, radio show, yeah, so, sort of on deal. his journey. So we talked about it and had threw some ideas back and forth, and said, "Then why don't we see if every Tuesday you are able to find some place to sit with a sat phone or um, find a pay phone or yeah, yeah. or whatever?" And this is before we were. Because I think when he was doing it from the phone, we actually had a microphone sitting next to the phone receiver. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he called us on the phone and we were just recording the audio from the phone. From the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, eh? <laughs> it's so ancient. Yeah. Yeah. It was a corded phone. It was a house phone. <laughs> I have a collect call from... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was in the early days before we figured out what we were doing. <laughs> but yeah, he would call in once a week, and you know, uh, I liked it because we didn't have to wait two, three months for him to get home, put all his exactly. stuff together as a trip log, mm-hmm. and then spill it as one yeah. trip log. Each week, we got a little. Uh, mini trip log of here's what we did this week. Here's where we passed. Yeah. We started. Here's where we finished. Here's the good things that happened. Here's the bad things that happened. Uh, I lost my GoPro. <laughs> um, we saw eagles I, and I ran out of time on my satellite phone. <laughs> ran out of time on my satellite phone. <laughs> I met Justin Trudeau at the Dawson ah, City yes. party. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, uh, July 1st party, yeah. Canada Day party. Um, 
went to kiss the toe or whatever in that yeah, yeah. that one bar and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, he knew, he knew a lot of the history up there and was putting, you know, we just saw this and we saw that and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, here's what the weather's been like. Here's the wildlife we've seen. Here's the kind of scenery we're paddling through. Yeah. And, you know, so it was, it was, it was pretty good. And it wasn't just a feel good, um, trip log. Yeah. Everything was peaches and cream this week. And we got up and we paddled every day, no <laughs> problems. And the wind was to our back every day and the sun was shining. <laughs> you know, he, he'd be telling us some of the stuff and, and you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been, Enjoying my trip right up until that moment. <laughs> and then I would have rejoined you down the river. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so episode 121 to 128, he called in every week um, and talked about what was happening on the Yukon yeah. journey, which was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was man on the street type uh, interview and it was uh, <clears throat> weekly updates. It was it was really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so from there, for me... Um, so I have a series of interviews and so we started going to the quiet water symposium and it eventually became the quiet adventure symposium as they rebranded themselves. Mm -hmm. But some of the best interviews I think we've done were, were there at the quiet adventure symposium. It was, uh, we, we met some really cool people. We interviewed some really cool people and learned some amazing things. Like one of the interviews that stands out in my mind was, uh, was with Chicago adventure therapy cat. And, uh, so they take, uh, underprivileged kids, inner city kids, they take them out uh, and and do things. And, and so it was, they, they these kids get to experience life on a different level that they would normally would never be able to experience. And a lot of them stick around to, uh, to become, uh, you know, paddling instructors and so on for future generations of kids. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Plus we got to... Uh, we had a, a live concert in our booth at the Quiet Adventure Symposium with uh, with uh, with uh, Jerry Vandiver and um, Caitlin, Caitlin Evanson. Evanson, and so stuff like that. So some of the best interviews that I think we've had were were there in our booth, and it was neat to be recording with our Paddling Adventures radio signing behind us and and doing recorded interviews, and so it was, it was really neat. It drew a lot of attention. A lot of people were looking, going, "What's going on here?" and so it was it was a really cool time it was it was nice to be able to to participate in that symposium and 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 be a part of it and uh, always the after parties was really cool like uh, I can't remember the name of the bar but everybody had their own mug the on the Eagle ceiling or something like that yeah so yeah so yeah. that would be episodes uh I might have missed a few but uh episodes 160 212 213 and 215 so, uh, so that was, that was pretty cool uh, to be involved in that and, and mm-hmm. to participate in that. So th- those, that's another, uh, and, and again, that's, uh, my sort of a, a long running theme of interviews that I tended to be my favorites. And the one thing I do remember, Mark Orenstein. The ballet, can you ballet guy? <laughs> I was forgetting his name till I just, it just came out. Because <laughs> we were, I, I couldn't, when we met him, mm-hmm. he was talking about it. And then we we're looking at him and almost, you're the That's guy. That's the guy. All those videos we were watching. <laughs> because and I couldn't remember his name. And then I just said, Mark Ornstein. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we had stopped by a booth and we said, yeah, we'd like to interview somebody from your booth regarding paddling and freestyle paddling. paddling And and, and, oh, we have the guy to send over to you. So the guy came over, hi, I'm so and so, Mark Ornstein. And uh, so we interviewed him. And during the interview, uh, it just kind of hit like lightning. A couple of light bulbs went off above our heads. We've seen that video. (laughs) And it was like canoe ballet. Yeah. And it the the it was amazing the control he had like yeah, I've seen quite a few canoe ballet videos but it, one of the ones that it was Lady in Red he did and uh, it was just amazing the control yeah. over his, his paddling canoe. to music yeah pretty incredible yeah. so that's pretty cool the fact that we're just like, like you're that guy yeah. and it, totally unexpected never yeah. thought we'd ever meet this guy no right? we just watched his videos and, and we just happened to be interviewing him there up. he is in our yeah yeah it's like yeah 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 i'm not like like make yeah yeah i used to watch these uh pirate in the caribbean movie wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> just oh, you're that guy yeah that that's pretty cool yeah so yeah check out our uh our um Quiet Adventure Symposium and uh, Quiet Water Symposium. They're the same thing. They were just uh, changed the name. Yes. So who's up next? I think it is. I am you. my last one. Oh, your last one. That's yeah, because uh, you stole a couple of my oh, okay. <laughs> crotch bot, Mike Ranta. Yeah. Um, well, you stole my recording of the Backcountry 300th episode. Yeah, my rules. <laughs> 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 my last one is actually... Um, Another one we did in person, and we had missed one episode. We missed one week recording an episode. Yes. And then all of a sudden we're like, well, we've got this one to throw into place. Yeah. Right? So episode 215. I was trying to figure out which one that was that we missed the week. Because I think we missed the Thursday, but we did two the following week. Yeah. We did 15 and 16 the following week. So realistically, we haven't missed an episode. Yeah. One was just delayed a few yeah. days. <laughs> so episode 215, the coffee tasting episode. Yes. So John Van Berger had this idea. Why don't we get all of these instant coffees we can take in the backcountry and sit down and taste test them? And we're like, well, how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, when we were at in, in Michigan at the Quiet Adventure Symposium, we said before we head out back yep. home after the on the Sunday, why don't we get a few people in our hotel room? We'll get these coffees, we'll sit them down, set up the, the recording gear, and try all these coffees. Mm-hmm. Have a little sip and give your mark your scores and all that. And that's what we did. So there was Kevin Callan, Johnny Stinson. How does Johnny keep working his way into our <laughs> every so often he just pops up? Uh you and John. Uh there was the four of you doing the taste testing. Yeah. Uh I was uh doing, doing the recording. You can hear me every so often yes. yeah. yelling uh from the background. Uh but yeah, testing various instant coffees uh that paddlers can take on their trips. So there was various things, you know, is it bitter, is it taste good? You, you know, how do you like yeah. it? Is it tasty or would you would you feed that to your dog or <laughs> would you pass it off to your worst enemy? That sort of stuff. And at the end of the day, and I'm not going to ruin it so people yeah. can go and listen to it, but there was a surprising winner that we're also like, really? Yeah. That's the one? That's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was that was my uh, one favorite episode. It was really different. A, a totally different style of episode. Uh, so I put that as one of my, my favorites. 
So my next themed series set of episodes, and it's just one. It uh, so we talked about it a few times that periodically the the topic come up, but uh, these two episodes we talk specifically about. Uh, so episode two twenty eight and two forty one. So not every trip is going to be great. You just have to kind of roll with the punches and make the best of a of a bad camping trip. And and so those two. So one is actually called "Not Every Trip Will Be Great," and the other one was uh, the trip report after uh, the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run when we did the Noir River trip and uh, and Martin Garster decided to swim over a waterfall. So it was uh, so that was one of the trips that it didn't go well. We actually had to exit early. We lost a lot of equipment, so it's just one of those things. It's uh, it's it was still a good trip. We were lucky. We didn't lose Martin, but uh, it's just one of those things. It's like you know, kind of we're gonna roll with the punches, mm-hmm. and it's still a memorable trip. Learned a lot of lessons on that trip, and uh, and we came out better on the other side, and and we have a little bit more experience under our belt, and and so it's it's not necessarily you know everything comes up roses. It's sometimes. Even and you know what? Even the rough trips, it, depending on how bad they get, but for the most part, it, it's it's another memory. It's another trip. It's another you know. It's something you can talk about and learn from and move forward. So it, it's that's that's that theme. Not everything is always great, but it's still a trip. It's still a success. There's various successes that you can pull out of these things, and so I, I thought those two were significant for that. So that's two twenty eight and two forty one. Awesome. And so beyond that, though, there was, so just as a general theme or idea, what the ones that came to mind were uh, like anything that we had extra adventure involved. So, so on episode 82, we learned how to canoe pole with Stephen Coots and we talked about that, uh, that, that trip and, uh, and learning how to canoe pole. That's a good one because... I had learned about that by accident, yes. going down one of my rabbit so holes. So we did two episodes about canoe polling. We talked mm-hmm. about canoe polling, and then... Then we, we did it. And then yeah, we, we found somebody to... We found an instructor yeah. with Paddle Canada? No. Yeah. Paddle Canada? Yeah, so he's through Paddle Canada. Yeah. Um, but it was more along... I like the fact that when I put that out there, people are, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I said, hey, I found a guy that'll teach us who wants to Let's go. Let's do it. And everybody's like, are you kidding? <laughs> Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you throw out these ideas that people are like, nobody's going to do that. Yeah, but you find out the ones who do it. So and, yeah, Wayne Sontag. Yep. Alan Drummond. Matt. Matt Olson. Yeah, Matt Olson. You, you me. and me. Yep. And then our instructor. Uh, and Steve that's Cooks. where we met Alan. Is that our first time meeting I think, Alan? I'm sure that was our first time meeting Alan. Because he was in the he was in the canoe because he's a kayaker. Yeah, and he showed up the second day. We made fun of him because he kept tipping over. Oh, we over. made so much fun of him, <laughs> and we just haven't stopped because it was so yeah. easy. Alan, I'd like to mention though, you know, um, we've been talking about John Van Berger, and I think I mentioned Alan once, but um, like John, he's a good uh, addition to our mm-hmm. our uh, paddling adventures radio family here. So, uh, yeah, so we did the 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 canoe polling with with Stephen Coots. Yeah. As well, episode 144, Mackay Paddle Surf, interview with Warren King. And so we went out, and it was a first opportunity. I've never been on a stand-up paddleboard before. Nope. And so it was a first-time experience for, I think, both of us. Yep. We, it was uh, it was on Remembrance Day, November 11th, so it was a cold day. And uh, we got out and learned how to uh, 
do stand-up paddleboard, uh, first time supping, and so first time standing on a board. So that it was it was one of those things. It's like episodes with adventure included. And you also realize the muscles you don't use in your feet. Oh, and the arches of my feet were yeah. killing me. But he said, yeah, and, and it did get better towards the end of the trip, but uh, we, we just circled... Frenchman's Bay. Frenchman's Bay. Yeah. But uh, starting out, it was like, I don't know if I can stand any longer. The arches of my feet are about to explode. But uh, it's well, just, I think they got better as the day went on just because the water was cold and your feet were freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> just couldn't feel yeah, them anymore. Exactly. <laughs> and I think the only thing that I could add to this list is uh, anything for people out there. It's uh, any episode where we talk about Derek's book club and reviews, those always had deep meaning <laughs> and, and depth of knowledge and experience. <laughs> Just not from Derek. <laughs> Just not from me. <laughs> it started as a good theme. It was like, yeah, we should do Derek's book club. We should club. do Derek, Derek's book club every <laughs> other week or something. And it was all downhill from there. I honestly don't think. No, we talked about, did we talk about Lines on the Map with Frank Wolf? Yep. That's the only one of Derek's book club books that I've actually read. Is it? Yeah, I read that one. Do you still have my 10 maps from Adam Schultz? I do, but not with me right now. Has it been read? No. <laughs> By anybody other than me? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's on my list. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you might as well pass it back is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so there we go. Derek's Book Club. Welcome to the inaugural edition this week. Spider-Man number 64. <laughs> so yeah. So so yeah, that's, uh, that's a recap of our first 300 or so episodes and some of the ones that we kind of want or think mm -hmm. that they stand above the others. Oh, of course, every episode is an amazing episode. Well, I had said, you know, I put, I put a couple other things here. Not full episodes, but I enjoyed the episodes where we got to chat with friends from the paddling community, like Alan Drummond of Kingdom Outdoor Products, mm -hmm. Kevin Callen, Alex Mathias, who oh, yes. was up in Tomogamy and got okay. to chat with him, Frank Wolf. Mike Burns, especially the episode where surprise guest Mike Burns yeah, gets a surprise he because just he, he doesn't know. <laughs> yes. He thought he was coming to listen to us talk. Yeah. And then and we it's like, hey, we pull up a chair. Mike, here's a microphone, buddy. Here are this week's guests. Uh, Camper Christina, Warren King of Mackay Paddle Surf, Scott from Man Camping, David Lee, the Passionate Paddler, John Babaluk of Backcountry Custom Canoes, and of course, can't forget David Bain, Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium and the Ontario Winter Camping Symposium. And, I mean, the list goes on and on and on of, of people that we've talked to. Yeah. You know, uh, episodes going with the Quiet Ad uh, Adventure Symposium, episodes that we recorded at different events. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Toronto Outdoor Adventure Show, Canoe Copia, Ontario Backcountry Canoe Symposium, Ontario Winter Camping Symposium. You know, we met and chatted with so many people. And as you had mentioned, we even had Jerry Vandiver uh, a couple of times uh, in our booth doing live recording. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, episodes where we talked about our own paddling adventures. We've talked about paddling the French River, Algonquin Park, Tomogamy, the Des Moines River, uh, doing local paddling, kayaking in Tobomori, looking at the, the wrecks, uh, paddling up the Moose River to Moosonique. John's been, and Alan have both been kayaking in Florida. You did the meanest link. I did the Trent Severn Waterway. John's done the Yukon and Erie Canal trips in the lower Wisconsin. You know, and just many more like you that. You did the Brent Run. I did the Brent Run. Uh, that was pretty cool. 
so yeah, just episode where we talked about our own adventures. Mm-hmm. So, and not an episode at all, but hosting the real paddling film festival. That was pretty amazing. You know, that's been pretty cool. We've done that what three times. Yes. Yeah, we did it three times. Yeah. One at the first bar and twice at the uh, the second. Yeah. Uh, you know, haven't been able to meet so many people that listen to us and, yeah. and in the paddling community and all that. that that's pretty cool. So, uh, so yeah, that's basically uh, some of our favorite episodes from the first 300 episodes we've done. Not so much a, a year in review, but uh, a show in review. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else to add on that? It's just, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. I don't think we ever assumed that we would last this long. Uh, humble beginnings and, you know, trying to find our voices and trying to, I remember, I remember doing like 300 takes trying to record some commercials. Oh, just, geez, yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, I don't, I don't like the way I sounded. I, I can't get comfortable talking. I don't like hearing my voice. <laughs> oh, and then moving from the radio, online radio show into a podcast. That was, That yeah. was a lot of stress off and a lot, a lot of relief. And It was. We had such constrictions when we were doing the online radio. We had to follow certain rules and we had to, you know, we had to be exactly like 52 60, minutes. 60, 70 shows or something. Yeah. It was. So we started in February, March. February, May. And then yeah. the following Christmas, so a year and eight months, we and then around I think it was late November, early December, they closed up shop, mm-hmm. and then we went to strictly podcasting. Yeah, so it's been fun ever since. Mm-hmm. Except for Derek's book club, <laughs> <laughs> and and thank goodness that we we had the uh, we had the uh, the reins uh, let loose on us after the when we just went to strictly podcasting because fifty two minutes and then we went to uh, I think we kind of stayed fifty two minutes for a couple dozen we episodes aim for fifty two minutes yeah we do and but then after that it was like some episode like anything anytime Kevin Callan is oh, involved geez. that's like a it's like okay we can't release five hours of recording nobody's gonna to listen to that podcast. <laughs> well, that time we went up and him and Andy were on, we en- ended up just cutting it into three separate episodes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to come here for the next month. <laughs> we're, we're covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's been a slice. So mm-hmm. uh, big thanks to everybody that's uh, listened for the past 300 episodes and, well, 307 after, as you're listening to yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody that's participated and, and helped us out along the way, big, big thank you very much and uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, let's take a quick uh, break here and we'll come back. we got a couple little things to talk about here and uh, before we call it a day. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com 
or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. Uh, so just a couple other little things to talk about. Neil Moore, remember he's the guy that was so uh, we, paddling across the U.S.? We had talked about, I can't remember what episode it was, but we've discussed this, Yeah, his progress. Yep. 675 days, 7,500 miles, or 12,070 kilometers. Mm-hmm. February 9th, 2020 to December 14th, 2021. Uh, he started in Astoria, Oregon, finished in New York. 22 states, 22 rivers, 22 months. Well, that worked out well. Didn't it? Uh, from Oregon to the Gulf of Mexico to the Great Lakes and finally to New York. So it wasn't a direct across trip either. And he finished a trip with a paddle around the Statue of Liberty. You want to find out more, go to www.22rivers.com. So 22, the number 22rivers.com. Two, two, yeah. And uh, you'll find out more about uh, about his trip and everything like that. So... Um, what else? Oh, uh, December 13th, St. Lucia's Day in oh, yes. Copenhagen. There's pictures on and, and videos, a couple of videos uh, I saw online here. More than 700 kayaks celebrated in a celebration of Co- Copenhagen's St. Lucia's Day. The kayaks were all lit up with lights. The one rule they have is the kayaks must have 360 degrees of visible lights. Then they float through the canals of Copenhagen, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's uh, St. Lucia's Day is celebrated with with light on one of the darkest nights of the year. And people are even wearing the traditional crowns of candles on their heads as well as lights. So St. Lucia in the, and I said this, I think it was the 16th century, found out, no, it was the 4th century. So only 1,200 years (laughs) off. (laughs) Uh, It's a Christian feast day commemorating the martyr Lucia of Syracuse, who legend has it brought food to the Christians hiding in Roman catacombs, lighting her way with a candlelit wreath on her head. So that's why all the lights and the candles on on their heads. Uh, So people, you know, they're paddling down and the procession, 700 kayaks. The procession stops four times for traditional singing. Hmm. Of of songs, annual event began Sweden in the 19th century, but is now celebrated in Denmark as well. Best decorated kayak receives a bottle of champagne, and hundreds of people line the streets and bridges along the canal to watch the procession go by. So I mean, like this is massive. That's pretty. You cool. got 700 people in kayaks to start. Yeah, and you got thousands of people. Lining the canals, watching it all <laughs> float on by. Yeah. Um, except for the amount of people. <laughs> I know, right? Reminds me of the lock and paddle event that we went to yes. the Canadian Canoe Museum a few years back. Or a Canada 150. We all gathered in canoes. I didn't gather in that one. I wasn't there for that one. Oh. I was busy driving across the country oh, at that yes, point. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I was getting as far away from you guys as I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, the the at night with all the canoes and kayaks lit up and stuff like that going through the yeah. big locks in Peterborough was pretty cool. And um, yeah, I preferred the nighttime paddle. So hopefully that uh, the lights just add something to it. It does. It's it's what's also I don't know. I, they had rules, but it seems concerning to have seven hundred kayaks out there in the dark. 
Well, they're like, all lit up. Oh, we lost one. Yeah. <laughs> if you get the chance, Google it and just look at some of the pictures mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, the last thing I got here, boat paddleboard seat, B-O-T-E. So a boat is known for uh, pushing the envelope when it comes to innovation for stand-up paddleboards. Yeah. And they've now come with this, um, the Aero Sup paddle seat. Simple product, big implications. So it's inflatable? Basically, it's an inflatable seat that latches down to the latches that are already on the boat board. And you can then use a double-bladed paddle. Okay. And use your stand-up paddle board like a kayak. Hmm. So if you don't want to stand up all the time or the wind's getting up there, whatever, you just inflate this thing, tie it down to these clips, I guess, Mm -hmm. grab your double-bladed paddle and... Off Give you, you a little bit more multi-purpose use for your stand-up paddleboard if mm-hmm. you don't want to also have a kayak or also have a canoe or... Huh. Yeah. So check that one out. B-O-T-E. The Boat Aero Sup Paddle Seat. Check that out. Uh, what is it? Oh, Boat Board. B-O-T-E Board.com. You can check that out and uh, see it. But yeah, a seat for your... So Stand how up paddleboard. tall does it, you saw pictures and images of this? Yeah, it's just a regular small seat that yeah. probably so goes you, up halfway to your back. Okay. So, but it, it gets you a lot closer to the board. So your center of gravity is a lot lower. Oh yeah. Stability. It's, it's only, yeah. Oh no, there's no, no legs or anything on it. Okay. It sits directly on the board. So for all intents and purposes, you're paddling an uncovered kayak. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, when it was recreation, it almost makes it into one of those recreational kayaks where you're- oh, sit on top. Yeah, sit on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So, if you're thinking about something, you're doing long trips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it uses the uh, um, travel link attachment or the Kula, K-U-L-A, cooler tie-down points on their on their uh, paddle boards. Quick setup and uh, efficient, allowing the users to get on the water as fast as possible. Cool. So, yeah, if you're, if you're out there paddling and the wind's just- dog in you or something mm-hmm. or you're just tired from standing and your yeah. legs are sore throw this thing on there sit down and paddle your way back home huh. pretty awesome that's pretty neat yeah um other than that i'm done yes done like that look at that my beer's done too yeah it's totally drinking here little dippa double ipa from man craft brewing in bowmanville ontario woohoo just on the street from you mm-hmm. awesome wasn't too bad yeah well, i haven't I haven't, I, last time I think we had Man Antler beer was almost 18 months, two years ago. Yeah? It's mm-hmm. been a while. Yeah. Maybe but there was a reason. I, I <laughs> no, it's, they have good beer. Yeah. They just, you know, we, we tried, we tried other small craft breweries and, and, uh, we had special deliveries of some craft brews here, there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. We keep looking for a corporate sponsor, but, uh. <laughs> Yeah, airlines and beer. That's all we were. We're not asking for much, people. Exactly. <laughs> airline sponsors and beer sponsors. Yeah. Good Lord. Maybe a nice German beer. We'll, we, we can fly it's there. Like, it's not like we're actually asking for paddle gear <laughs> I know. sponsors. Just the occasional beer. <laughs> beers, and, beers and planes. Yeah. Oh, our life is simple. Oh, uh, well, that's all I got this uh, this week. So. Yes. It was a fun episode. It was yeah. nice. It was nice walking down memory lane and and going through and uh, you know some of the significant episodes and events that we've gone through, 
And uh, I guess maybe we'll do this again at uh, around episode 600 if we last that long. And somewhere along the lines, Derek's going to get a crotch pot and use it. <laughs> and we will video well, him using it. maybe I'll read a book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's not just be foolish here. <laughs> Derek's book club. <laughs> we even, I think there's a couple episodes where it was Derek's audio book club. Well, and there was uh, the sciencey stuff we did too. Oh, we I do I often yeah. do the sciencey stuff. There's I dig deep into stuff. And, and what was those spirals um, in the water? Yes, I was looking at that episode. It was like one twenty-two. I don't know something like that. Yeah, but yeah. So it's uh, yeah. I can't remember the name, of it, but I was looking at that episode and I thought, no, there's so many other really good episodes. And that fluvial tsunami. Fluvial tsunami. I looked at that one too. And there was the space stuff we did. Yeah. There's just too many. Uh, yeah, like paddling on other planets and moons and yeah. of Saturn. and <laughs> It's just not your regular paddle show, folks. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, it's been it's been a fun go so far, and uh, we'll see how much farther we can get. Oh, we'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I refuse to come back here this I'm year. I'm not coming back here this year. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at Paddling Adventures Radio and listen to all our episodes there. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening the last 306 plus this one, seven episodes. Uh, and hopefully you continue to listen. Uh, I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next year. Mm-hmm.